Right. You you have. I mean, five years is is actually it's a perfect amount of time. I right, give Marvel right. a ton of credit for that. Podcast where we take a piece of movie out of the cupboard, dust it off, toast it up, and serve it as something completely new. This is episode number 128, and we are jumping off of. What did we. Oh, yeah, Loki. 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 Yes. Yes. Loki. That thing that's kind of been all over the place for the past, oh, three months. That, that, that everyone is Loki talking about. Ah. Hey. Hey. This I is the Bad the Jokes moms. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Dad <laughs> jokes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Loki, uh, Disney Plus series, uh, obviously Marvel property, um, takes, well, it, it jumps the continuity as of, like, right at the end of, uh, right, well, it's, it's right at the end of, of the first Avengers, isn't it? Where he jumps out of the timeline. So you, yes, you miss all of the all all of the later character growth of Ragnarok and Infinity War are, are all just taken away, and so it's actually the crappy Loki that everybody hated. But you know, then he he gets to see that part and and become renewed. Um, there's going to be spoilers because there's no way we're not using spoilers in this. So here we go. Yeah. um yeah i I mean it was so i really like what they did here i've enjoyed all three of the marvel series that they've done Mm -hmm. um and they're all all different yes they're all very different both in like pacing and Mm -hmm. like this one i think was a little closer to wandavision as far as pacing goes yeah yeah where it really kind of slow played or kind of slow played the storyline for the first three or four episodes uh, and then kind of ramped up at the end uh, of the three, the one that it, that definitely stands out as different is is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it almost feels like Falcon and Winter Soldier was done separately from the other two. Well, uh, I mean, and, and I know I know it wasn't. You know I mean, because it's all they were all done separately, really. Um, but you know, Wanda and Loki are more on the on the mystical magical side, uh, whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier is. Is you know more real people, uh, you know the the more down to earth side of the world. I, not even that. I, it so what I got from Wandavision and Loki, obviously, is that they are both really setting up the next kind of big bad. Mm-hmm. Like, where is Phase Five building to? Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldier, really, I like, I never kind of got that vibe from it. Right, right. Um, I it just kind of was wrapping up sort of some loose ends off of Phase Four, yeah. and like, who's going to hold the shield? Yeah, yeah, and that's... you did introduce U.S. Agent, which I think has the potential to be a really good character. Yeah, we, uh, but just like, to be clear, we are in Phase Four. That was wrapping up Phase oh, sorry. Three. Yes, sorry, yes, wrapping yes. up Phase Three. My bad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Falcon and the Winter Soldier really felt like it was wrapping up Phase Three, whereas mm-hmm. WandaVision and then Loki really felt. Like, all right, this is your prologue to Phase Four. Well, it, but at the same time, uh, Wandavision also, you know, they, they they show you for the first time actually directly after the blip. You know, right. when right. when yeah. it shows you that no, everything wasn't happy when everybody came back, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of goes on the the political side of that, whereas Wandavision. 
lets you see, you know, a personal side of yeah. what happens when somebody comes back in a hospital. And yeah, and chaos is, is is just everywhere because all these people are coming back who may have been sitting next to a bed with a loved one or in a bed or yeah, just all these people are coming back that weren't there. And you know, and whatever circumstance they were in is no longer there also. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. It's, uh, and I guess when I was saying that it felt like kind of a prologue to phase four, I guess I'm talking about the last two or three episodes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Uh, the first, you know, the first couple episodes did a really good job of explaining the blip because it, it was something that really the movies didn't have time to talk about. Right, right. And never really expounded upon because, well, I, I mean, half the world went away. Like, yeah, you I don't mean, just they, get to come back from that. They touched on it in Far From Home, but they did it in a playful way um, rather than going into this was a heavy and 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 really, you know, intense psychological event uh, for the world. Right, it, and I'm sure that it meant, you know, for some people, it probably was a playful thing because not yeah, everybody yeah. experiences the same things the same way. Right. But yeah, I mean, you're right. For a large part of the population, it's probably incredibly traumatic. Yes. You know, because these people have had five years to totally move on. It's almost like an Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know. Yeah, because she's moved I on mean, and has a fan. Like people have moved yeah, on and like yeah, got exactly. remarried and had other kids. And, you know, right. had a whole life separate from what had happened pre blip. And you can't just like you can't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Like right. it just doesn't work like that. It, yeah, if something if someone goes missing for five years, they're probably going to come back and their family has moved on. Yeah, right, right. You you have. I mean, five years is is. Actually, it's a perfect amount of time. I right, give Marvel right. a ton of credit for that because, it, <laughs> it, for one, you know, it, it it takes about a year to get you know through each stage of the grieving, like the five stages right, of grief. Right. And so, by year five, you're at the acceptance, acceptance. stage and you've moved on. And, and you and know, then they fuck you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and then they come back and just everything gets thrown up in the air again. So, I mean, it, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, because had it just been a year, things would have been relatively back to normal. Ten years is too long. So, I mean, I think five was really perfect uh, because it gives people just enough time to have moved on, yeah. to have started new lives, mm-hmm. for the world to have progressed without half of the people in it. Right. You know, right. a new order has been established and, you know, they're trying to put the world back together and then everybody comes back and throws everything back up in the air. Yeah, so as we were saying, none of that happens in Loki. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 Loki gets even weirder. Well, I mean, Loki jumps out of the timeline before we get to that. <laughs> right. Um, and, 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 you know, he, he, he is taken by the Time Variance Authority who, you know, is, puts him on trial for deviating from the, the sacred timeline and his defense is, yeah, um, that's, the Avengers, they did that. Um, you got the wrong person. Um, and, and oddly they respond with, no, that, that, that time travel shit was supposed to happen. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and so what Loki does a really good job of is explaining like predestination. Yeah. Like I, I grew up religious and there was like in the faith that I grew up in, like predestination is a thing. Right. Like 
there is a sacred timeline and God knows everything that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it's really a question of like, do we actually have free will in a world that is predetermined? Well, and then there's which the- I, I think was the overarching theme of Loki, which is really why I enjoyed it. My yeah. wife did not enjoy it as much. I what? loved it. <laughs> Yeah, and then then there's the you know, if if God creates everyone knowing what they will become, then isn't He ultimately damning souls to hell? Correct. Correct. Just by so, creating I mean, is, them. Right, and that that was the question that like even thirteen year old Joe had about this was like, <laughs> exactly. wait, if God knows I'm going to do wrong, then like why is He letting me do it? And then why does He want me to come and forgive me for sir? Like ask, have yeah. me ask for forgiveness for something that. He already knew I was going to do anyway. Yeah, yeah, know? it's all on him anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is my role in this? I'm just a puppet on a string, according to this. Yes, yes. So why am I freaking out about it? But you have free will. Yeah. Well, that's nice, but it's predetermined. So do I really? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that is what Loki did a really good job of talking yes. about. Yes. Um, you know, and so. Marvel is at the stage in its life where it almost had to do this, mm-hmm. you know, where you have to introduce time travel and different timelines yeah. so you can retcon what you need to retcon and, and you can change what you need to change and just kind of throw your heads up and go, hey, different timeline, and, and you know, doesn't hurt that they just they just finished the Fox acquisition and hey, we need to move in these characters that um, that we haven't seen before, but they would have been there. Yeah, I mean, and we're not talking about, like, two or three guys. No, no. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of characters. We're talking about mutants. Important characters. In general, mutants. Yes. God-level characters in some, you know, in some form. The Fantastic Four. Mutants. You know, these these major players that, that wouldn't be silent if, you know, these things were happening in the world. Yeah. Right, right. You think you're going to have like an intergalactic war in New York City and the X-Men aren't going to show up? Come right. on, dude. Like they <laughs> sit around and wait for shit like that to happen. Like, g- give me a break. I mean, they're in upstate New York. They have a fucking supersonic plane. They'd be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they would be there. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So, I mean, you know. So, it, it was at this point. It, it, it needed to be done. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, you've got the combination of the Fox acquisition, cast overhauls, you know, mm-hmm. people's contracts running out, yeah. people aging out even, you right. know, so it, it's time. I was happy for it. Uh, I'm really excited because my whole thing, both in watching WandaVision and then into Loki is who <laughs> is the big bad of phase four? Right. Because without, you know, without Thanos was such a perfect bad guy. Right. Um, because he's both a dick and he's right um, in a lot of ways. At least he's right in his own mind, uh, which makes him like the best kind of bad guy, which is the bad guy that is the bad guy that thinks he's a good guy. Right. You know, hey, but- so I, I'm very curious to see, you know, I you when you watch WandaVision, you think, oh, Mephisto is the big bad. But it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But now you realize, oh, oh no, it's Kang. It's Kang. And not only is it Kang, but if you kill Kang, then the big bad guy is Kang because there's another right. Kang. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have to bring him back. They don't have to bring him back from the dead because just by the very nature of the threat, there's so many of them. Right. 
Right, which is going to make Phase 4 a lot more interesting, and I mean, mm-hmm. could wind up being a character that can come back whenever you need him to. Right. Uh, which is kind of the, the great part about, like, a Kang character, um, any of the, you know, Eternals or whatever, when you have a character that transcends all timelines, right. you can plug them in whenever you need that bad guy or whenever you, you know, kind of hit a creative wall or, you know, you just kind of need a new, you know, ultimate task, you can always bring him back. Right, right. And, and you know, and he's he's uh, already confirmed to be the bad guy in the next Ant-Man movie. Um, that was confirmed before Loki even aired. Um, so he's going to be in Ant-Man Quantumania. Kang the Conqueror is the bad guy there. Um, so yeah, he's he's going to be looming and 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 just kind of a constant threat, I believe, uh, unless you know they put a twist on it. Who knows? Maybe it was Mephisto all along. Who knows? Could be. Doubt it, but could be. I'm pretty sure Kang could take Mephisto in a fight. <laughs> so uh... yeah, but he's just a, a random guy from the 31st century. It's just it's it's just the zombie problem. There are so yeah. many of him. <laughs> well, that's it. The problem is there's an he's Rick Sanchez. There's an infinite number of them, and they all have really cool technology. Yes. <laughs> so eventually, like, if they can stop fucking with each other for a minute, like, they'll team up and destroy what they need to destroy. Right, right. And and the problem is you can't just kill his, anse- kill his ancestor in your timeline because all the other timelines are in play and there's infinite number of his ancestors as well so correct yeah so you can't just kill reed richards if they keep to him being the great great grandson of reed richards right which i hope they do i think they will i think that so well there's there's been there's been a, a rumor that they might make him a stark um in in the mcu but we'll see. Okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I think that they should keep it with the Reed Richards descendant <laughs> for one big reason. You know, this will be the third time you've done Fantastic Four. No, this At will be the first time the that they've done right, the Fantastic right. Four. But this, is, but this is the third or fourth Fantastic right, Four right. movie. And the other three have sucked. Yes. And I mean sucked out loud. Yeah. So I think that you need a way... They need to anchor to it this and have a way to correct. tie it in. Yeah, correct. They need to anchor it to the main storyline mm-hmm. and give them a starting point. That way, you get emotionally involved in the characters, right? Um, and that way, you know, it isn't just a throwaway like every other Fantastic Four has been. Because comic book geeks love the Fantastic Four. Nobody else knows who they are. That's been or the cares. problem. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the yeah. <laughs> Captain America was in the Fantastic Four, and nobody gave a shit. Well, nobody, yeah, I mean, nobody cared about Captain America until the MCU, really. Well, it's very true. I mean, I mean he was he was the Superman of the Marvel Universe. Like, he right. was just a character from a different time. But and he, I mean, and now, and they had done things to modernize him and make his character a lot deeper and more interesting. But, but, uh, to but your average was, person, yeah. He was the Superman of the B side of the Marvel Universe, because the A side of the Marvel Universe was the X-Men. Right. Because that's the property that hit mainstream first because of the cartoon in the 90s. Right, right. And that's, well, I mean, that's the irony of the entire MCU is that Marvel did all of this with their B-Squad. Yeah, yeah. Like, Captain America 
wasn't that big. Iron Man, Iron Man was, was damn near non-existent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was damn. He was a background character. Mm-hmm. You know, Hulk of all the Avengers was the one that had the most. The, yeah, you know, mainstream interest, and that's because of and, the Lou Ferrigno series back in the day. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, I mean, now they had done a couple of Hulk uh, like cartoon things too, which were really right, good. Yeah, but that that all built on the the, the TV show, basically. Right. No, you're yeah. correct. You're yeah. correct. That yeah, that's so why I mean, people knew who he was. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. Like Marvel did all of this with their B squad. Mm-hmm. Now they get their A team rolling in. Which will make it interesting because the X Men have always been the A squad. Like mm-hmm. they've always been the moneymaker for Marvel. That's who sold the comic books. That's who you know sold the cartoons and the TV shows and everything else. It's and cool. now they get to come into a world where they're not the A squad. Yeah. And so, we, how do you play them out? Yeah. How, how do we introduce them in? And then how does it? Yeah. How do you play it out? And it's interesting that Deadpool three. Is confirmed, but no other sign of mutants is confirmed. So, how does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, I mean, the 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 best, probably the best road forward on it is to um, have someone who steals powers show up in the Marvels movie and and you know take Captain Marvel's powers and. Gained them, and that's how Rogue can fly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you could you could introduce Rogue first that way, mm-hmm. and then tie it into the X Men, or or you bring in you bring in Storm and Wakanda Forever, or yeah, just and, and it may be that that all of these are introduced because timelines or universes are intersecting into each other, and you know these are new things being added into the world. So you don't have to go into a, an elaborate, how is, how, how have we not seen this all this time? Right. No, you absolutely in multiverse of madness, you mm-hmm. could have Dr. Strange go to a Wakanda of a different timeline where, you know, why is Wakanda always so beautiful? Well, they have a person who they, can control the weather. They have a weather you know? witch. Yes. Yes. Right. They have a weather witch. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and when, you know, they find this gigantic, like, threat to all timelines, she can volunteer to help. Well, and it may be at the end of Multiverse of Madness, um, you know, we defeat the big bad, or whatever bad is 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 imposing its will in Multiverse of Madness, but the repercussions of that is now we have two timelines merged together. Right, right. Which I, I think would be, I think that would be the best way to do it, because... For all intent and purpose, that's what you've done. Yes. You've taken yes. the existing Sony timeline and the existing Marvel timeline, and you're going to have to put them together. And then we can realize that Ralph Boner was in the witness protection program, and he was t- he was actually Quicksilver all along. Because <laughs> we don't yes. know who was in the witness protection program to get fucking uh, the FBI agent there. I'm blanking on his name for some reason. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, Loki. Uh, yes. yes. Owen, Owen Wilson should be riding a jet ski at the end of season two. Um, God, I love... Uh, okay, so I will say this. They did such a good job with Owen Wilson. My God, he was great in the show. Mobius. M. Mobius. 
Yes, yes, yes. In yes. movies, was fantastic in this show. I, I laughed when I first saw him on screen, mm-hmm. um, just because it's Owen Wilson, and that's the reaction that he gets from me. Yeah, it's Owen Wilson, uh, but it's business Owen Wilson. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, I also love that they never let him once say "wow" in the no, entire no. show, but they but they did every other word that rhymes with yeah, "wow." Yeah, it's like "now" and "ow." Yeah, yeah. It, How? it was great. Like that is that's the kind of Easter eggs that I need in my shows. Yes, that was yes. absolutely fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Owen Wilson was fantastic. I, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm hoping that some of the variant Lokis get to come back. I, I think there's a little more that you can do with those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to see Louisiana Loki come back. Yeah, a little, little more alligator in, in season two would be yes, would, would yes. be preferred. Yes. Yes, Louisiana Loki. Yes, yes. Well, as, as my friend Rob, as my friend Rob has deemed him. I mean, do we do do we get to uh, explore that entire existence? Are are all of the superheroes alligators, or are uh, are they all different animals? That that that's the key question. Because or because you know, has was there. some sort of powerful witch like just trapped Loki's soul into an alligator as a joke, or because Loki pissed them off? But Throg was there. Well, yeah, that's true. Throg was there. Yes. Yeah, you're right. When they were going through the <laughs> the earth, yeah, Throg yeah. was there. He was in a jar trying to get to, to Molnir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed Loki. Uh, sounds like you enjoyed Loki. Um, oh, absolutely. I, I guess the, the, the one thing that we haven't touched on was the difference between these MCU shows and the Netflix take on MCU shows. Explain. Can, well, because, you know, Netflix, the Netflix shows, the Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, are MCU. Those, those are in that universe. Right. Um, but they were more street level and they kind of, they kind of dealt with the fallout of what was happening overhead. What the big know. people were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah. I mean, these these are dealing with the fallout of what happened, but it's at a more uh, at a higher level. It's at um, a macro level, which, yeah, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, but because but I mean, the difference is you're dealing with main level characters, right? Right. The, yeah. I mean, the, the difference is you're allowed to interact at that level. Basically, you're allowed right. to interact with the with the characters that are in the movies. Yeah. So. Right, and that's what I mean. Listen, I I love the Daredevil character. I love Jessica Jones and, and Luke Cage, but mm-hmm. they're not characters at the level of Loki and Thor, and you know the the I main. Mean, there know, are there characters. are rumors that Matt Murdock will be in the next Spider Man. We'll see. I hope but, so. No, yeah. I, mean, I hope so. This would be a nice way, especially now that you can introduce mutants. This would mm-hmm. be a great time to introduce Murdoch and, you know, some of these other characters that have previously been kind of cast off to the side, kind of integrate them into the MCU because you can have the backstories necessary to tell their tales wait, because wait. Did, who, did Did Fox make the Ninja Turtle movies? Oh God! This again? No, no, no! Because that th- they could make that shit MCU canon. 
They no, they absolutely could. You're you're absolutely right. It's already it's it's already TMNT canon, but they could make it Marvel canon if they really wanted to. And I'm sure Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird would take their money. Um, oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to see who made this movie. Uh, give me a second. Keep talking. It might be Paramount, which would completely fuck it up. Um, but if it's Fox, then they might already own the rights to that property, and you just. No, it was definitely Paramount. So uh, there's, damn there's, it. They don't have anything for it. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Easter I mean, eggs only for now. Yeah. You can still, you know, show little Matt Mur- Matty Murdock holding a, a, a fucking jar of, a jar of turtles when he gets hit by by the vehicle. Yeah. Falls in the ooze. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course yeah, this I mean, again. But, yeah. Yeah, of course this again. <laughs> this, is, this is the Darth Jar Jar of this, uh, of this podcast. But it's, it's, it's legit. It's not like, it, it is. It's legit. It's legit-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is it is what they built Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on top of. It doesn't mean it's ever been recognized by the other side of the aisle, but it is right. legitimately what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was built on. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so for this show, I mean, I, I really hope that they. I mean, season two, I'm already looking forward to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, When's the release on that, have they said? They haven't said. It, it okay. just says season two is coming. It's, pro- it's probably either going to be right before or right after Quantumania. Whether they want to set up Kang you know, a little more concretely going into Quantumania or if they want to deal with the aftermath of whatever happens in that movie. You know? Yeah, I think I think that would be a good time to where you know at the end of, of Quantum Mania, you don't defeat Kang, you just kind of well, get I mean, away from him. You can de- you can defeat a Kang, you can straight up kill a Kang, but that doesn't mean there aren't more Kangs. Well, that's true, and I mean, so it could be a okay at the end of Quantum Mania, we think we've won. Yeah, we think and we then won. Loki season two, you realize you have definitely not won. Right, right. Well, Loki season two, it's oh. There's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's dozens. Oh, there's oh. hundreds. Yes. So. Yeah. And then, then, so, I mean, that would be... Uh, I think that would be okay. Yeah, yeah you could yeah. do that. I think the biggest thing we need to get to the heart of is what is Miss Minutes? Um, that needs to be yes. explored more in season two. <laughs> yes. She's really about the most interesting character in the show. Like, because, but it's and there's because a lot of interesting so characters. Yeah. <laughs> there really are. Yeah. They, but they leave her very open ended. Like, yes, yes. You know, they never fully explain her. So, of course, that's what's going to draw your attention. Yes, yes, yes. Eh. Anyway, uh, any, any uh, I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of set up as the uh, as the um, the MCU version of Doctor Who initially, and then it just kind of keeps going a little further askew of that. But to anybody who enjoys that series would enjoy Loki if you haven't watched it. And if you have if you haven't watched it, then I told you there were spoilers. Why'd you listen anyway? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, anybody who who likes to think while they're watching things, um, I recommend this show. Absolutely. And, and there are, you know, the way my wife and I watch it is that we will watch an episode and then mm-hmm. we go and look up like whoever's made a video showing all of the Easter oh, eggs yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, trying to, to tie all the theories together. See, um, the, 
Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I watched it. I watched it that way, watching it through. But my wife is much more of a binger, so ah, uh, so yeah. I, so I watched it, you know, every week with with the Easter egg episodes and all that, and then I I, I binged it with my wife um, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, Does it, and that's how she watched. So how is it? How is it binging it? Is it because we, we it, did it the same way you did? We watched it one episode it, at a time. It, it flows really well, and, and nice. it it and Wandavision are really good binge. Um, WandaVision is a good binge. We did binge that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second time we watched it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Loki's but, a good I binge mean, because, because we like the old TV kind of references, and yeah, you, know, yeah. you you wanted to go back and like now that I know where all the Easter eggs are, like I want to see them and see the context, and you know, yeah, be able yeah. To I mean, make my own theories. I mean, the, the same thing that had that had you coming back every week uh, because they left you at a fucking cliffhanger at the end of every episode makes it a good binge as well. Because it just kind of flows through from one episode to the next. And you never want to stop it because, you know, you're either in the middle of an episode or, oh, my God, what's going to happen in the next one? So, Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely – there were three or four times in that show where the episode ended and we were just like, no, damn it, no, not another <laughs> no. week. No, this sucks. <laughs> Why do you do me like this? <laughs> the, world is, the world that they are on is ending. How are you going to just cut to fucking black? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, I, I guess that's enough for this time. Uh, I mean, we we discussed all the MCU or all the yeah a lot of MCU stuff, uh, Marvel shows. Um, yeah, not much well, else to the jump. Thing on. about Loki, like we jumped off on all the Marvel stuff because that's what it's here for. It's here to set yeah, yeah. up the rest of the Marvel stuff. Yeah, yeah, so it's very much Loki did its job. Right, right, and it, it, it. What's interesting is how it would have if we hadn't shut down theaters for a year plus. What order would things have come out? And where would they, you know, where would they have fallen? And and I don't know what what has been changed in the shows to make up for this movie wasn't out yet, you know, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that is that is true. And we'll never know because no. they won't they won't come out in the order that they were originally intended to come out. So yeah, uh, unless you know. Marvel decides to do a tell-all or, you know, yeah, yeah. Pull, peel the curtain back here in five or ten years. Yeah, we will never know. Right, right. So, so it, yeah, interesting. Uh, season two has been confirmed and it's uh, between Loki and WandaVision. It, it sets up for uh, Multiverse of Madness and possibly Spider-Man 3 if they ever give us a trailer for that one. They're um, not. They, I thought they came out and said they are not doing a trailer for that movie. They're just going to release it. Yeah, I haven't heard that you officially. Are but dog I, this movie and like it. <laughs> yeah, and it's not good. You know, and it's it's not Disney owned, so it might not actually go on a streaming service right away. So who knows? Yeah. So that that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, it's like we have, yeah, we have a a pre a, a trailer for fucking Venom, which is like next year, but we don't have one for <sighs> Spider Man yet. Venom's going to be so good. <laughs> Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Come on, yeah. man! It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. Right? Yeah. Great. <laughs> so, um, how about next time? I I I was just I was browsing through Netflix uh, last night trying to find something, and ran into 
the original Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think we've done a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. So It's a shame because we should. Well, there's I, so many good okay, ones. Yeah, and so I'll, many I'll, bad ones that are great. I'll, 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 I'll put it up to you. Do you want to do Total Recall or do you want to do Terminator 2? Oh, Total Recall. Total okay, Recall. okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, because there's enough absurdity to get us through half an hour in Total Recall. <laughs> easily, easily, easily. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll do total recall next time and probably talk about the governor and, and all, and how big Schwarzenegger was in the eighties. Um, but we'll save that for next time. Um, I am at Woodle underscore on the Instagram and you are, uh, my Instagram is I'm that Joe, you know, and we just say that because we've said it every time so far, we don't actually expect you to follow through on that. So, uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. Tear down, waste time, black mark.